everybody, it's Barry here again from Turning the Page with another exciting episode of Turning the Page Podcast. I know you're all excited, so thanks for listening. So, onwards. Uh, I'm still trying to understand why they avoided me. They, they knew, look, they knew that I was in a mess, and I actually thought that they were my friend, but they never really contacted me. Uh, they avoided me. Break that word, avoid, down. The word void, uh, in this sense, means an empty space. And that's what it felt like. It was like there was an empty space between me and them. Um, loneliness and abandonment can kill. You know, we were always meant for intimate community. But instead, we so often find empty voids in our relationships. No one is going to... No one is willing to cross the line to touch and engage the soul of a neighbour. And that's what it feels like, eh? Like you're completely alone. Have you ever felt that someone is avoiding you? (laughs) You don't know why there is a void between you and them. Or perhaps you do know why, and it's because of something you have done or has been done to you. Uh, You're on the outside, and nobody comes near. Perhaps you're the one that's doing the avoiding, uh, making sure that there is a distance between yourself and them. Sometimes you actually need to do this to feel safe. And you've got to think about, well, who is my neighbour? And that was the question posed to Jesus. And Jesus tells a story and invites us to look through the eyes of the first person mentioned in the story, the half-dead victim of abuse. Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers, who stripped him and beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest was going down, um, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side, and so likewise a Levite. And when he came to the place and saw him, passed by him on the other side. Now just imagine yourself as that man, man, that half dead man, his eyes barely open, naked, uh, and you're slipping in and out of consciousness. And you see someone come, and like a glimmer of hope springs up. But when they see you, they create a void. Then a second person comes along, and they do the same. <laughs> what, go- what goes on in your mind? What Will no one help me? It's abuse to neglect the other need, the the need of another person. That is an obvious need. And we say to ourselves in defence that there are so many that cry out for our help. Victims of earthquakes, natural disasters, crime, poverty. And we can't help everyone. But perhaps that is not the point. Perhaps we are called to do for one what we wish we could do for everyone. To cross the line and fill the void with one other soul. There is a question or a series of questions that I get continually asked and they are based around a central heart struggle. Does God love me? I've been abused and hurt and surely if God loved me, God would not have allowed this to happen. Surely God can fix the situation and if God is good, then what is God good for? Dan Allender states, Abuse provides the raw data that seems to prove that God is not good. 
the devilishness of abuse is that it does Satan's work of deceiving children about God's true nature encouraging and encouraging them to mistrust him. Dan Allender, The Wounded Heart God steps into this broken world with all of us making broken world choices. God comes in the form of Jesus, fully divine and yet fully human. Jesus experienced the fullness of abuse, intentional and unintentional. He experienced the, the darkness of the void. He knows the void you experience. I'm unsure if this neglect of, of giving love and creating a void isn't more abusive than a full-on physical attack. It's more subtle and hidden. This avoiding by others can reinforce and strengthen the belief that you genuinely are nothing. Everyone else has their life together, but you don't. As a result, you are further dehumanized through loss of connection. I will wait for someone to come and fill the void. Someone who will step across the line and move into my world with grace and kindness. Someone to welcome me into their embrace and banish the darkness of the void. There's this beautiful quote from Miroslav Volf. On the cross, the dancing circle of self-giving and mutually indwelling divine persons opens up for the enemy. In the agony of the passion, the movement stops for a brief moment and a fissure appears so that sinful humanity can join in. We, the others, we, the enemies, are embraced by the divine persons who love us with the same love with which they love each other and therefore make a space for us within their own eternal embrace. I am welcomed with their embrace. The word vicarious is one of my favourite words. It simply means to serve instead of someone or something else. When someone steps across the line and enters my ditch with grace and love, I sense something of the nature of Christ filling the void and giving me hope. I wait for someone like me who has dirt in their toenails to wander down, cross the line and fill the void made by others. Here's some quotes to consider. No victim is responsible for having been abused, but abuse does provide strong reasons, potent stories to ask, where was God? Does he love me? Can I trust him? If I can, what am I to trust him for? The devilishness of abuse is that Satan does, does Satan's work of deceiving children about God's nature and encouraging them to mistrust him. Fearing to trust God, the abuse victim will naturally choose other gods to provide him or her with life, whether alcohol, promiscuity, or approval seeking. Dan Allender. I think not touching a child for decades is a, at a time is a form of injury. I think withholding any expression of love until a young boy is a grown man is a form of emotional violence. And I believe that the violence men level against themselves and others is bred from just such circumstances. Terence Real. No one person can fulfill all your needs, but the community can truly hold you. A community can let you experience the fact that beyond your anguish, there are human hands that hold you and show you God's faithful love. Henri Nguyen Beneath what our culture calls psychological disorder is a soul crying out for what only community can provide. There is no disorder requiring treatment, and, contrary to hardline moralism, 
There is more to our struggles than a stubborn will needing firm admonishment. Beneath all our problems, there are desperately hurting souls that must find the nourishment only community can provide, or die. Larry Crabb We are saved by those whom we go to save, and both of us are then saved in spite of ourselves. There is a mysterious third which is doing the saving. Suffering for and with the other seems to be the only way we know that our lives are not about us. Richard Raw. Some questions for you. Where have you experienced the avoid? <laughs> two, who did Jesus cross the avoid to minister to? Three, do you think the neglect of giving love is worse than a full-on physical attack? attack? Look through the eyes of the man in the ditch. Hey, I hope you found this interesting and helpful. Um... Thinking about your void and who avoids you. Who are the people that you need to cross the ditch for? Hey, thanks for listening, and I hope you found this helpful, and we'll catch up next time. Okay, send me an email, all that stuff. Bye.